Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy. It's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. So as a lot of you know and have heard me talk about, I'm speaking in front of over 200 women in Austin, Texas in a few weeks about body image, about burnout and hormones, and how they all really tie together. To me, it's so important that this is a really powerful presentation that I'm giving. I want it to hit home with them. I want it to create so much change, not only in their lives, but in the lives of the women around them. And I've been struggling to really hit the nail on the head of like, what what is this going to be about? What is the basis of this? Because there's so many different directions that I could go in this conversation. And I had to bring it back home to what is the most important thing? Like, what do I feel like women need so much? And I've done, I mean, probably five whiteboard sessions at this point and nothing has clicked. There have been no light bulb moments. To the point where I'm almost, I was almost getting worried. As the weeks went by, I'm like, this is getting closer and closer, and I can't really figure out the one thing to tie this together. When it comes to, again, stress in the body and hormones um, and burnout and all these different things, I'm like, but where is this clicking? And then all of a sudden the other day, it clicked, and I got like full body chills. I'm like, this is it. This is what I'm going to speak about, not only now, but this is what I'm going to continue to speak about. Because as I've said before, it's really important to me to do a TED Talk and just have a really powerful statement that's going to help women not only change their lives, but change the conversation around health. And what I'm about to speak about, I truly believe is like an epidemic of our generation. And I know that sounds dramatic, but I don't think it is at all. I think this has created so many deep-rooted issues with our bodies, not only externally, but internally, how we view them, what we believe, how we think every day, how we treat people around us, and then ultimately it affects our internal health when it comes to our hormones, our thyroid, our stress, and it creates so many behavior problems mentally, physically, and emotionally that ultimately lead to lives that we're living that don't really feel meant for us and bodies that we don't really understand, we're just sort of existing in and we're not just meant to exist in our bodies. And not only that, but let's also top that with most of us aren't in bodies that we love or respect 
in any single way, shape, or form. So what I'm speaking about here is body image. And I think body image is the biggest chronic stress that we carry with us every single day of our lives. You've heard me talk about stress in a lot of different ways when it comes to not sleeping enough and the way we exercise and the way we choose to eat and everyday stress from you know financial stress, relationship stress, job stress, just living life. And this is a different type of underlying stress. And I call it chronic stress because this happens over a period of time where it's something that we carry with us subconsciously every single day. We don't even realize how much it's affecting our body, how much it's affecting our behavior. And then ultimately, it's really affecting our self-worth and how we view ourselves overall. And I know a lot of us for body image, we instantly think it's related to you know maybe a certain body size. But body image is actually related to how we feel about our bodies based off of our life experiences, whether they have been positive or negative. For most of us, this has been a really negative experience. And just as humans in general, it's easier to pick up on negative emotions, on negative habits, patterns, thoughts, beliefs every single day. The best way I can sort of describe this is, let's say I were to do a social media post. And there were 68 amazing comments of, this is the best post, you look great, this is fantastic, this made me laugh, this made me my day. But there was one negative comment about the way that I looked or how they didn't like the post, whatever that might be. I would base the worth of that post. I would base how I felt about that post off of that negative comment instead of how all of the positive comments that there were. I would focus so hard on that negative comment, I may even take it down, right? Because we are ingrained to focus on that negative, which is why most of us has picked up on a negative body image, really for, I would say, no fault of our own. It almost happened without us even realizing it, and it's been happening our entire lives. From the time we were children to our adult life, it's been ingrained in us through TV, through magazines, through peers, through family, society, even like the clothes that you see in the stores, diet culture. Every single day, it, we've been told that we should look a certain way, that our body should be a certain way. For I know my generation, I didn't grow up in a generation where every single body type was expected and you had or accepted and you had health at every size and you saw different size models. We had one body that we saw all the time. And then we also had magazine covers in front of us. And I know magazines aren't really big now, but We didn't have social media back in the day. Now it's going to be social media. That would sort of be our magazines. But you have it where it's so critical on the bodies that don't look like that. And it just creates this pattern of thinking of we don't look like that every single day. We don't see that every single day. So we're not good enough. And I'm going to take this a layer deeper because I think it goes a lot deeper. To be honest, I don't think we're just dealing with a body image epidemic. I don't think it's just body image that's a chronic stress. 
I think it goes so much deeper as women on what we think we should be doing with our lives, what we think we should look like, how we should be acting. Like it's it's sort of been fit in this box of what society tells us we should look like. And when we want to break out of that, not only is it so stressful to break out of that and we're creating so much judgment, especially if we're dealing with body image issues. But for a lot of us, we never break out of that. That's what we thought our life should look like. And even though it doesn't feel good to us, it doesn't mean we're truly living life for us. It means we're just existing. We stay in that box our whole lives and that creates so much more chronic stress on our bodies because we're not living a life that ultimately we feel free in and we feel happy and we feel authentic and vulnerable to be ourselves because we weren't taught that growing up. We were taught, look a certain way, act a certain way, be a certain way, and put a smile on your face. And when you're basing your life and ultimately how you think you should look and how you view yourself every single day on the shoulds, I should be doing this, I should be doing that, you're living life in this lack state all the time. You're almost building resentment against your own body for not looking like that. And you're getting yourself into some trouble without even knowing it because it's creating chronic stress in your body mentally, physically, and emotionally. So let's talk about stress because stress really isn't a bad thing. Our body is meant to handle a certain amount of stress and stress can make you feel active. It can make you feel alert. Our body is prone to go into this fight or flight response. And again, that's not always this negative thing. There can be a lot of positive physiological responses to that. But the issue is that we live in a society where there's stress from every single angle, and then we're also carrying so much internal stress in our bodies. So where we should have this very normal physiological response to these situations or the stimuli, what happens is it's emphasized over time and it's stress over time. And these can cause really powerful feelings as well as biological changes in the body. Stress can physically change your body. Long-term stress is associated to inflammation, numerous diseases, poor immune function, not to mention it can induce this massive negative emotional state. It can compromise your mental health and ultimately it lowers your self-worth, which is how you view yourself every single day. And they've done studies and a lot of these factors lead to these unhealthy behavior choices. It's not just the chronic stress that we're carrying internally, it's how it's affecting us externally. And if you don't believe me, I challenge you for one day to journal out the feelings and the thoughts that go throughout your day related to your body image. From the minute you wake up in the morning till you go to bed at night, what are the things you think about your body? How do you feel about your body? How do you feel in your body? What happens when you're eating food? What's going through your mind when you're exercising? Are you constantly focused on shrinking yourself and less and not being this way and not being that way? Again, putting you in this constant state of lack and extremes, and it puts you in this reactive state with your body every single day. You are fighting with your body every single day, at war with it every single day. And you cannot tell me that that is not causing the most massive chronic stress in your body. 
because we have a generation of females that have hormone imbalances, that have thyroid imbalances, that wake up in the morning hating themselves and go to bed at night hating themselves and are stressed out beyond belief and we cannot figure out why. We're turning to all of these external sources instead of turning internally and saying, what is going on in my body? We are so damn disconnected from our bodies that we don't even know what it needs. We just know what society is telling us it needs. We just know what we saw on social media or when our neighbor Sharon seems so happy that she lost all of this weight, we do exactly what she did expecting those exact same results and expecting it to change our lives. And the only way you're going to change your life and the way you feel about your body, because I talk to women every single day, and the number one thing I hear is I want to wake up and feel good. Like I literally, I have chills in my body when I say this and it makes me tear up because I've talked to hundreds of women and I hear this all the time and it breaks my heart that I'm dealing with women that wake up every single day and they hate what they see in the mirror. They never wake up feeling good and it has to change because this is not only mental stress on our body, but it's a domino effect. It affects everything. It overflows into every aspect of our life from the most simple things like exercise, right? Supposed to be positive. It's supposed to support mental health, release endorphins, be something that brings joy, But paired with a bad body image, it does the exact opposite because exercise is meant there to shrink our body, to push us, to burn the most calories. And most of the time we're doing things that make us feel terrible and our body feels terrible. It's in this constantly inflamed state, but we're in a calories in, calories out, have to lose weight mindset. So we're not even connecting those two pieces together and it's causing more inflammation. Same thing goes with nutrition. It's supposed to support our body, our energy levels, bring joy, create memories. But for most of us, it creates agony in our lives. It takes, us, it takes up so much space in our brain and ultimately leads to this constant feeling of failure, right? Because when we don't see what we want on the scale or what we see in the mirror, it makes us feel like we're failing with our nutrition, with our exercise, and ultimately just in life. Again, it's a domino effect. And if you want to take it deeper than exercise and nutrition and just a behavioral response, let's go how it affects our relationship with our partners, how it affects our confidence out there with our careers, with our jobs, with wanting to start something new, try something new with creating memories with those that we love around us. How many of us have social anxiety going into situations? How many of us can't enjoy ourselves at social situations and parties because we're so concerned about the way we look, about the way we feel? Somebody took a picture and we hated the way we looked and it ruins the rest of our day. And you have to know, this isn't just me speaking from experience with women. I mean, part of it, yes. Part of it's also my story. But there's been a lot of research around this. Researchers have found that increased like preoccupation with the appearance of your body and body dissatisfaction or body image puts you at greater risk for engaging in these dangerous practices to try and control weight and size aka extreme dieting, extreme exercises, cutting out major groups, not getting enough sleep. These behaviors will lead to more harmful behaviors that can develop into disordered eating, eating disorders, or body dysmorphia. Again, this is research, and I think most of us are dealing with some type of disordered eating or body dysmorphia with truly out even realizing it. 
And this makes it, like all of this added together, makes it nearly impossible for us to live in a healthy weight that makes us feel energetic and supported, where we can base decisions off what we truly want and how we feel and what excites us, instead of basing decisions off of stress, emotion, and not being enough. Because most of our decisions, not only every single day, but ultimately in our life, are based off of lack, are based off of not being enough, are based off of poor body image and poor self-worth. It's held us back from more things than not. And it's ultimately created this environment where we're just truly not living life. And again, I think this goes a lot deeper than body image. I think this goes into our self-worth and also into what we've been told we should be our whole lives. We have a generation of women that are trying to be like somebody else all the time, that are trying to compare themselves to somebody else, what they thought their life would look like, what they were told that it should look like. So again, we're in this constant state of comparison. Instead of loving and accepting who we are, instead of loving and accepting our body, And being able to respect it, make decisions around that, that respect it, live in normalcy, but ultimately live this really amazing, authentic version of ourselves. So this has to change. It has to change. We cannot hate or shame our body into loving it. These are two different energies. And if you're listening to this right now, I want you to know that you are this shift you are this change. Like this is the generation that has to. It's not an option. We have to change the conversation around health as a whole, not only for us because we can't go the rest of our lives living like this or feeling like this, but for the generations to come because we know what it's like to grow up not loving our bodies, constantly questioning things. We know what it's like to grow up being told our body has to be this stick thin image that we see all the time. We know what it's like to grow up with parents and peers and people around us constantly criticizing their bodies so it's something that we picked up on. And we cannot have that for us or for the generations after us. So the change is the hardest part. This is the hardest part. Why? Because it's ingrained in us. This is our subconscious at this point. We know nothing else. We don't even know where to begin a positive body image. Like, Tell me if you can relate to that. It's like, yeah, I want to change my body image. I want to change my self-worth, but I don't even know how to because a negative one is just ingrained in me. It's part of who I am. And it feels like that at this point. Imagine sitting here living a life where you never questioned your body, where you never questioned who you were, where you were just able to show up authentically, make decisions that just felt good for your body, not based off of a diet or trying to shrink yourself, but because that's actually what feels good for your body at that moment. And this is going to look different for each person and for each woman. And when I'm working with clients one-on-one, we have to go with what feels really, really good to them. But it starts with reconnecting to your body and with understanding your body. Like, how does it feel? What does it need? How can you bring your nervous system to a balance? Because your nervous system is ultimately what controls this like stress response that's going on in your body right now. And the more you can bring that down, because it's in this really reactive state right now of I have to do this, I have to do that, get shit done, lose weight, burn more calories than I eat. It's in a very reactive state where we don't even know what our body needs. And it probably needs a break. Your body needs a hug mentally, physically, and emotionally. 
It needs all of that and it's not going to get that by trying to burn 300 calories in the elliptical so you can lose two pounds by this weekend so you can fit into the jeans that you want for the event. And if you don't, it's a massive fail. That's our mindset most of the time. That's how we're treating our body. Our body is not going to respond under that sort of stress. In fact, it's going to do the opposite. It's going to start working against us. It's going to start to have hormone imbalances. It's going to start to have issues. It's going to feel like the effort we're putting in isn't matching the results that we want to see. So how does it feel? What does it need? Can you give it a couple day break? And, and, and a couple day break isn't a punishment. You have to stop looking at that as a punishment. Reconnecting to your body is its purpose. It's the best thing you can do for your body. Can you start to shift your workout routines not to the things that you feel like you need to be doing? I can't tell you how many clients that I've switched from doing HIIT training or running to doing training that they absolutely love. Maybe it's Pilates paired with some bodybuilding style strength training, or maybe it's something a little bit you know, more intense. It, again, it's going to be different for each person. But a lot of times we're doing what we think burns the most calories and again, it doesn't make our body feel good. So what workouts make you feel good? What brings them joy? We need to do some of that and then we need to do some of what's efficient as well. When was the last time you gave yourself a true rest day? Because your body deserves at least two of those a week. Again, reconnecting to your body is number one. Earning trust in your body, I think, is number two. It's, it's one of the most important things you can do. Earn trust in your body around food. Earn trust in your body to just start to respond good. That means we have to put it in, in positions that are uncomfortable. When we have a negative body image day, and before we would have gone to stress eating, we would have gone to binge eating, how do we shift that? How do we shift our environment? How do we honor our nervous system? Can we do some breath work? Can we go for a walk in the sunshine? Can we put on our favorite music and our favorite song? And then can we eat this really good nourishing meal? And maybe we have a little bit of dessert after or something that makes us feel good. And you wake up the next day and you realize that you just shifted one of the biggest triggers in your life where normally habits, patterns, and behaviors would take over. You didn't let it. So you just set this new trust and this new foundation in your body. And that's not going to happen every single day. But if you do that a couple of times a week, all of a sudden you're replacing all of these negative behaviors and triggers in your subconscious with these positive ones. And you're earning trust in your body and food. And when you earn your trust in your body and around food again, you start to build confidence. Your nervous system starts to feel better. You start to reconnect with your body. I think doing these things and allowing yourself flexibility through it is going to be key. And and when I say flexibility, I truly mean it. There is no one right way for you to rebuild your body image, start to love yourself again. There's no one right way to live in your healthy weight or what feels good. That's why I love one-on-one coaching so much because it looks different for each woman. And I see these women taking back control of their health and their happiness and doing it in all these different ways. And it lights me up because I know now that we're not meant to live in this box of what we were told all the time. Because what works for you is not going to be what works for me. And it's not going to be what works for my best friend. It's not going to be what works for your neighbor. It's what works for you. It's what feels the best for you. And own that. Outside of that, we have to start to understand that our body is not our worth. 
We have to start to set goals that have nothing to do with our body. We have to start to do things scared. We have to, because how many times have you held yourself back from something because your body didn't look how you wanted it to, or you weren't feeling confident that day? Your body is not your worth and you cannot let it hold you back from creating memories, from going after things that light you up in life, and you can't let it prevent you from owning your self-worth because it really has nothing to do with your body. So set goals that don't have anything to do with your body whatsoever. That's number one. Because that's the only way you're going to start to associate the fact that your worth has nothing to do with your body. Your worth is so much more in life. And you're not going to realize that if every single goal you set is scale related, is steps related, is calories related, track this, track that. Why don't we track how happy we are in life? Why don't we track how much confidence we have? Why don't we track how we make other feel, how we make other people feel around us? Why don't we start to track our memories and our happiness? Because we think we're going to get that when our body is a certain size, but that's actually not true at all. One, the size of your body has nothing to do with creating those things in life, but you're never going to get to this healthy weight that you want by not living life. Again, it goes back to you cannot hate your body or shame your body into loving it. You want to live this life where you have this amazing positive body image that does not come from hate from shame, from guilt, from fear, from frustration. And it definitely doesn't come from putting your body under chronic stress over an extended period of time. I think the last thing, and this is the most important thing that we can do to change the conversation around health, is you have to change the conversation with yourself. For every negative thought that goes into your head, you have to start replacing those with positive thoughts. And it's going to feel awkward at first. And of course, I always say you have to pair thoughts with actions. It's not just the thinking. It's not just the affirmation. It's how do we take action on these things, which are all of the things that I listed above. But you have to change the conversation with yourself. You have to change the conversation with social media. You have to get rid of people that don't serve you on social media, get rid of triggers, old pages that you used to follow, people that are only adding to this negative mindset or negative body image that you have with yourself, with social media. And then I want you to change the conversation with those around you. When you walk into a room with your friends, let's not talk about our bodies. Let's not critique our bodies. Let's give compliments that have nothing to do with our bodies. Let's have deeper conversations than diets and cutting out carbs. When you're around a younger generation, be what you wish you would have had when you were younger. You will never ever catch me in front of my nieces saying that I don't like a picture, that I look big in a picture, that I don't like that angle. Delete that. Absolutely not. Even if I think that in my head, guess what? We look great. They don't need to hear that. And if we want to change the conversation around health, it's understanding that it starts with us, but it's a domino effect into everybody else around us. And imagine if you could be the person to not only lift yourself up, but lift those up around you. This is what I fully believe that I am here to do, and I hope you're on board with it too. I really want to know what you thought of this conversation, what you thought of this podcast around body image being the biggest chronic stressor that most of us are carrying with us every single day. Because when you break it down, like when I was breaking it down on the whiteboard and I started to write down things about hormones, about thyroid, it all went back to diet culture, pushing ourselves, burnout, 
why are we doing these things? And it just kept going deeper and deeper and it all came down to our body image. And I think when we can truly change that chronic stress, the rest is going to become easy. So let me know if this podcast resonated with you. I hope it did. If you're listening right now, take a screenshot, post it on social media, tag me in it. I want to hear what you think. And thank you so much for being here. If you vibe with this episode, I would love to hear from you. You know at Crying Burns Calories, we are all about community and connection and just changing the conversation about life for women. So if this episode was helpful for you, I would love if you could tag me, share it on your Instagram stories so I can thank you and also so we can just continue to get the message out and growing this amazing community.